Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we're going to feature four young men from the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia who are taking old-time music to a new level, the Steel Wheels. We'll hear a bunch of their songs and listen to interviews with the band. And I'll also be visiting Mark Jones down in the vault to hear a great song from our archives. All that and more this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Trent Wagler, Brian Dickel, and Eric Brubaker met in 2004 when they were students at Eastern Mennonite University in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Soon they met mandolin player Jay Lapp, and the band Steel Wheels came into being. While all four musicians started out playing rock, punk, and alternative music, they've returned to their roots with the music of the Southern Mountains, with a little flavoring from their earlier music. Let's start today's show off with five songs recorded on our stage at the Ozark Folk Center State Park.
we we play on stage probably 90 to 95 percent like is original not, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're very fu fortunate to have Trent here as a fabulous songwriter, and so uh, and for me it's exciting to be part of creating something new, and, and rather than playing, and we love playing playing some standards and some traditional tunes and bringing hopefully a fresh approach to those, but I like being part of something that's brand new, building uh, a new repertoire from the ground up. And I think, so for, for that, we've been pretty focused on the original stuff and haven't, haven't to this point felt too pushed by anyone to do anything else. And uh, so then what it does come down to in a, is more of us thinking about what, is, what makes a good show and what makes a good flow of a night and how do you build an experience for people. When the sun's sinking down I make my bed on the ground I feel lonely, lonely for my home. When the night gets so cold and the moon drifts down low, I feel lonely for the home I've never known. And the starlight is shining so
And I think that most people, I mean, if they're coming to, to listen to the great hits of the 80s, then they're just not going to, they're not going to get what they want when they come to hear our music, right? <laughs> but if they're coming to just experience music, then you can build, they can all, like 100% of the songs can be new to them. They don't recognize one lyric or one song. But if you build the energy and you build the tempos and you create something that has variety and movement and almost a storyline to all of those pieces, rhythm and and instrumentation and all of it, and you create that story for them, they're gonna they're gonna get it and they're gonna feel it. And hopefully they're gonna fall in love with the songs in the meantime. And I think that's what we hope to do, you know. We we hope to connect people to the songs. I don't think it's not about, you know, for us it's not about creating hit songs per se. It's about people connecting their own stories, their own selves to the songs and walking away with some sense of that. And if we've done that, we've we've won. You know, we've we've achieved what we hope to do. With no status, no power, no women, no men, with it all stripped away, where will you stand? With no profit, no weapons, no money in your hand, with it all stripped away. <laughs> You're from there. Uh, yeah, I'm the one that spent the most time in Virginia, I guess. Uh, and I did uh, 
grow up listening to, to some fiddle tunes and anywhere you're at, you're going to have to kind of seek out the traditional forms because it's, you know, it's so much easier to get bombarded with whatever's the pop music of the day. But if you start to seek it out and uh, look for those people that are playing the traditional music, you can still find it. And, and you know, I would, so I grew up going to some some jams and playing with different bluegrass bands and and uh, and that so that and that has informed my my sound and and uh, in turn probably the band some but I, we all come with myriad different influences but Buried my mother in an unmarked grave heaven don't come back here heaven don't come back here born with a name but no name to say Mistake. Heaven don't come back 
I think the difference now is that you anybody can hear any style, whereas like you know a couple generations past, a, a particular style could be limited to a holler, a, you know, or a, a county. A, a county yeah. A, yeah, and you especially think of maybe even more like West West Virginia and Southwest Virginia, mm -hmm. where the places truly were isolated and and songs got passed down through generations. That's changed a little bit, you know, for better or for worse. You, you can hear, you can go on YouTube and, and click on and watch the old videos or hear old scratchy recordings of, of you know these old masters and but everybody can now hear different mm -hmm. styles and learn and put their fingers to these old songs and so uh, there's not that direct lineage so much anymore but the cool thing is like you can you can pick and choose and genre walls kind of fall away a little bit and, and even you know different styles uh, can meld and, and so there's there's a lot of movement that way but for better or for worse yeah i don't know <laughs> that's the way it is now yeah. yeah and eric has a particular style that's definitely informed by old-time music and i think you would say you're more of a maybe more old-time influence than bluegrass per se but as you've grown as a player you've definitely kind of created your own style in the midst sure. of that that pulls from those different things it's now people are watching you on youtube yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Out. Yeah. lord help us all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia-based string band, The Steel Wheels. In that set, they played Break Like the Sun, What Tomorrow Might Bring, With It All Stripped Away, and Heaven Don't Come By Here. Let's take a short break, after which I think I'll visit my buddy Mark Jones down in the vault. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Let's take a trip down into the vault to see Mark Jones. I've got a question for him today. Hey, Mark, how you doing down here? Dave, I'm doing good. How about you? Well, life is good, I'll tell you. But I've, I've got a question for you. Yes, sir. We've been playing in this vault segment, we've been playing a lot of old timers that have been here at the Folk Center. Jimmy Driftwood, Fate Morrison, Alameda Riddle, the old timers. Were there any young kids playing music here at the Folk Center back in the early days? Dave, you know, honestly, there were quite a few young kids. And uh, we've uh, played some of the Copeland kids. 
uh, Greg Moody. Yep, I remember Greg. Now, one of Greg's buddies, Doug Ward, I run across a recording of him the other day, and it's a real interesting old song called The Fox. That is a great old song. It tells a great story. You know, the first time I heard that, I think it was recorded by Nickel Creek about 10 years ago, but it's a much older song than that, isn't it? It is. It is. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, Doug is just one that when it came his time, he went in it and did it. You know, he just... He related with every song that he sung, and he related with the audience. He sung to them, and uh, he just reared back and did it. Well, let's listen to Doug Ward singing The Fox. Oh, the fox went out upon a windy night, and he prayed for the moon to give him light. He had many a mile to go that night before he reached the town of Well, the ducks and the geese were kept there and said, One of you critters gonna grease my chin before I leave this town, oh, town, oh, town, oh. One of you critters gonna grease my chin before I leave this town, oh. Well, I grabbed a gray goose by the neck and he threw it back across his back. Did not mind, quack, 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 and the legs all dingling down, oh, down, oh, down, oh. Did not mind, quack, 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 and the legs all dingling down, oh. Well, old mother flip-flopper jumped out of bed. Now the winter she poked her head, crying, John, John, gray goose is gone, and the fox is on the town, oh, town, oh, town, oh. John, John, gray goose is gone, and the fox is on the town, oh. Well, Johnny ran to the top of the hill, and he blew his whistle with a loudest shrill. Fox said, better run the kill, cause soon be on my trail, oh, trail, oh, trail, oh. Fox said, better run the kill, cause soon be on my trail, oh. Well, he returned to the homey den, and there was little ones, eight, nine, ten, crying, Day, dare, bear, go back in, cause it must be a mighty fine town, oh, town, oh, town, oh. Day, dare, bear, go back in, cause it must be a mighty fine town, oh. Well, I gave the gray goose to his wife, and she cut it up with a carving knife. Never had such feast in life, and little ones chewed on the bone, oh, bone, oh, bone, oh. Never had such feast in life, and little ones chewed on the bone, oh. Wow, Mark, you're right. That boy wasn't afraid of a microphone, was he? He sure wasn't. And actually, he wasn't afraid much of anything. He'd just (laughs) jump in there and do a lot of songs that uh, he could relate with the audience. I really appreciate a singer, too, that uh, enunciates so that you can understand the words to the song. That's really important with a great song like that. That's true. A lot of the old folk songs tell such a great story that if you're not enunciating right, and uh, a lot of people, it's hard for them to understand, but not with Doug. Well, that was great hearing Doug Ward do the fox. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you, Dave. Come back and see me. I'll do it. The band Steel Wheels came along at just the right time, when Roots Music, also called Americana, was beginning to take hold in this country, sort of a renaissance of the folk revival of the 1960s. Here are four more great original tunes from the Steel Wheels. Ah! 
um, with all the world of recording and recording music that you can do in all the different platforms, still, and maybe especially in our genre of music, being more roots-based, that live experience, there's nothing that that can replace that. And so I think people keep coming back to that's really where the music business is today, is live show. And so the festival experience was something we were very excited to be a part of, kind of a catalyst to start something in our own local area in Virginia, which is where we're from. And, um, and yeah, so it's a festival for about three to 4,000 people. We have it nestled in this beautiful uh, park. Um, it's called Natural Chimneys Park. It has these two rock outcroppings that are sort of central in the park. And we have four different stages. Yeah, it's called the Red Wing Roots Music Festival. And it typically takes place the second weekend of July or the weekend after July 4th. Um, the crowd there is a real mix of generations. Uh, we have lots of young families that come because it's great camping on site. The camping sells out super quick uh, for the on-site camping um, every year. And that's because people love that experience of being able to just settle in for the weekend.
But yeah, we have lots of little kids. I mean, there's probably, there's hundreds of kids that come to the festival. And assumedly parents with those kids. <laughs> so it's a lot of young families and we really wanted to draw that experience that brings out, I think there's a lot of young parents who would love to go see a lot of live music, who just because it's hard to figure out childcare or it's hard to get your whole family out and you want your kids to see it. They just, there's too many hurdles to get out there. And so our festival seems to really be doing that well, providing a safe space for that and a good space for that. Um, at the same time, we have a beer garden, and there's a place for adults to kick back and enjoy themselves in a safe way and in a way that people can also feel like it's somewhat controlled, which I think is in everybody's best interest at the end of the day.
<laughs> it was a it was a it was a brainchild of ours, and it was one of those things. You know, we, we've been to lots of great festivals, lots of festivals that were not so great, but you learn from all situations. We're like, man, it'd be great to have that in our home area. As far as rich as the Shenandoah Valley is in music history, there's not a lot of festivals like this going on, and so we've we had this hole that we really wanted to fill, and. About the same time, we had another area promoter about our same age, a guy that had, we'd worked a lot of shows together, and he kind of had the same dream. We didn't realize at the time we were both thinking the same thing, and then we're like, you know who would be great? And, and he was thinking the same thing, you know who would be great? And we got together, and we're like, able to pull his vision off. Because, it, A, it takes a ton of money. So we thought, this is just a pipe dream. We, we don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting around in our bank account to put into a festival. And... And vice versa. So he was a he was a real good catalyst to start with. Uh, a guy named Jeremiah Jenkins and Michael Weaver. They started a production company specifically for this festival to become an official side business of theirs. And they really nailed all the detail sides of things that we can't well, so worry about. We got a lot of buy, quickly got a lot of buy-in from the community too, and a lot of yeah. volunteers yeah. and sponsor help from the local businesses. Yeah. And so that that because we got a career that we're doing, which is why we're here. And if we were actually trying to run something like on the road, like it's hard enough just <laughs> keeping this business. And so, yeah, they handle like the logistics, like we're, we should not be in charge of how many porta potties and where, <laughs> where they go. You've been listening to Shenandoah Valley Progressive Folk Roots Band, The Steel Wheels, recorded last summer when they appeared at the Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas. That was a set of their original songs and tunes. After this break, we'll hear a set of mostly original songs from the band. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Steel Wheels is a great name for this week's featured band, a name reminiscent of steam-powered trains and the buggy wheels of their Mennonite forefathers. Let's start out this show with a couple of Steel Wheels original songs. You say crowds have gathered say up until maybe the last few years and maybe even deeper in the industry folk music to me I, I thought of like the Dylan era you know the Greenwich Village and it's kind of it wasn't something at my age I was necessarily interested in respected it but it, it just wasn't the music I you know the big folk scare era I wasn't alive that wasn't my thing and now I've kind of come to terms with no folk music like if somebody would call us a folk band it doesn't scare me like it maybe did <laughs> 10 years ago I'm like no let's resist that label I think now the hot name is probably more Roots or Americana but folk is right smack dab in the middle of Roots and Americana um, and yeah what is 
folk anymore. things I want to say is I feel like, and this just sort of shines a light on how contextual it is, I feel like folk music, when we've gone to Canada, folk music is alive and well. Folk music is like, there's no, that they, negative they connotation it. you had of like the folk scare, not there. It's like, folk music, yeah! You know, folk festivals are everywhere and they still use the term folk. Nobody's afraid of it. I feel like in the States, other than Newport folk, which has its own kind of hipster element that's always been there, Philadelphia Folk Festival, there's a few that are like, hardcore and they've stayed with that name, most new festivals will run away from that term because it feels like it's antiquated. Uh, and, um, and that's too bad, I think. I think that's just too bad. 
they get real philosophical about it. Like, what does folk music mean? You know, well, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Like, is is was Bob Dylan any less folk music when he started playing rock and roll than he was when he was playing an acoustic guitar? Does it have to do with whether or not you plug something in? Of course not. That's we're past that, right? But then, what does it mean? Does it mean? Does it mean the the whole orientation of the song of the of the music that instead of presenting it as something to sell first and foremost, you're presenting it as something uh, to that has come from inside of you that like personal started in a yeah. personal expression, a place of art versus a place of you know like this is going to be a product that will commercially make money. I, I don't know, and if that's the case, then anybody could be guilty of it's more of like you know if Pete Seeger put out an album that he was just simply trying to cash in on he wouldn't be playing folk music even if it was all little sing-alongs right so I don't know I don't know if that's taking it too far but I do think it has something to do with that because we talk about the authenticity of the music that and I would hate to think that it just simply has to do with record sales that like if you suddenly hit it big and you become popular then you're no longer folk just because you're now everyone likes you I don't think that's the way it should be but I do think people sometimes feel like someone sells out simply because they become big. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I do think typically we still, you know, of course you think of lots of genres of music and, and the, the, the love child of those genres of like, you know, acoustic blues and, and folk and country folk and anything acoustic really, but also Cajun and Zydeco and Irish and a lot of those traditions that have been rooted deeply in long traditions. Some of these fiddle, you know, styles that Eric was talking about before, um, finding their way and being melded together with other modern styles, that can all be folk. So that's maybe a more general and concrete example, but I, I like to think of it more in the sense of the philosophy behind it, I guess. There's a rain coming down in the valley We're gonna wash in the river so deep Well, there's a rain coming down in the valley Oh, Lord, there ain't no devil going where I go Devil going where I go Ain't no water gonna bring me down There ain't no devil now Gather up the rain to come in There's a rain coming down Meet me out at the edge of town There's a rain coming down Tell everybody that the water's rising There's a rain There's a rain coming down Well, there's a rain coming down In the valley We're gonna wash in the river So deep Well, there's a rain coming down In the valley Oh, Lord, there ain't no devil going where I go children here. There's a rain coming down like the roots that grow in the river for the tree. There's a rain coming down. If you get there before I do, 
There's a rain coming down. Tell, tell, tell what the water couldn't take from me. Tell what the water couldn't take from me. That was four more songs from the Virginia-based Steel Wheels. We started that set with a couple of their original songs, End of the World Again and Worn Wool, Soft Leather, followed by their version of the classic song Red Wing. We finished with Rain in the Valley. I sure hope you've enjoyed listening to this week's featured band, Steel Wheels. For more information about the band, plus links to our past programs, visit us on the web at ozarkhighlandsradio.com. For Ozark Highlands Radio, I'm Dave Smith. See you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974, and by Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. More information online at arkansasstateparks.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at ozarkhighlandsradio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.